You ever wondered, are you in love or are you in something else? Not to worry. Love can be an elusive thing, y'all, but it is possible to find out if it's the real thing. Stay tuned as we discuss what is love? Hey guys, this is your host Tamara Conway and this is At The Well, a show that brings us close to others' lives and personal stories, discussing relevant topics that inspire us and challenge us to grow. Today, we're talking about a topic that everyone at some point in time in their lives is faced with. And that topic is, well, what is love? (laughs) I asked my husband Stephen to join me today as we share our personal experience with discovering what love is and also what love isn't. Thought we would take advantage of the special day, which is Valentine's Day, and invite you guys out with us as we go on our little date. And we're going to be discussing this very topic. So go get your friends, your boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, and wives, and you guys come on and join us at the well. I want to share that before I asked you to marry me, I remember I was extremely afraid because Mm. in my mind, love was this uh, for life guarantee. And... um, so I guess that's the first thing I can share is that I, I've learned through our marriage that love is not a, a guarantee, um, but love is a choice that has to be made every, every day, in fact. Mm-hmm. I remember I was just sweating so bad about asking you to marry me, and I was afraid. Oh, man, what if she wakes up one morning and doesn't love me, or what if she... Um, What if she finds someone that she desires more so than me or even what if I what if I lose her? So I had all of these uh, scenarios in my mind that I was playing through and in each one of the scenarios I would end up with the short end of the stick because either you didn't want to be with me anymore or you uh, tragically I would lose you and um, one of the realities that I came to accept actually I was praying about it and one of the things that just kind of a light bulb going off in my mind was that love is a risk Mm. it's a choice that you make there's no guarantee that the other person is going to want to be with you and all of those things Uh, of course that's the part of the incentive for you to do your best so that your partner wants to remain with you and what have you but um, I think I had a a false perspective on what love was I thought once you were in it, you could never get out of it Mm -hmm. until I was afraid of getting in it because I was fearful that my wife would want to get out (laughs) of it. So if you can make sense out of that. But um, I think one of the beautiful things I realized was the choice aspect of love. There's no guarantee. Mm. Um, It's it's a situation that you have to choose and your your spouse has to choose as well. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because when I look back, at our experience I can distinctly remember a point where my idea of what I thought love was was challenged and it actually was the day you asked him to marry you mm-hmm. and um, what I mean by that is you know every girl has this dream right um, we all think of the stories that we read as little girls or the movies that we watch you know a man rising on a horse maybe he don't ride in on a horse but he rides in with something that has horsepower I don't know whichever <laughs> one you want to call it and um, you know all these grandiose things can happen and of course we live in a world where you can go on YouTube and you can go on Facebook and see all of these wonderful extravagant things that people do right and they get out on one knee and they profess their love you know people write it in the sky and all these things like that um, but honestly for me I 
I remember when you asked me to marry you that you had never told me up until that point that you were in love with me you yeah, know yeah and um we had never really had like those really deep conversations you know about that now surely you know through our process we did we talked a lot spent a lot of time with you know your family spent time with my family we knew each other you know and we had a relationship of sorts because the, the odd thing is i think that people um whenever we share our story about our courtship is that we actually really didn't date you know and so we didn't do the things that a lot of people normally do i suppose mm-hmm and so because of that, um, you know, for me, I remember when you asked me to marry you, that was one of the questions that I had. You know, do you remember what I asked you? Yeah, you said, how can you ask me to marry you and you've never told me that you love me? Right. And so I remember what you told to me. And at first when you replied to me, I was like, man, you know what? This dude is tripping. <laughs> that, that ball again. Ball again. No, but I, rem- I remember what my response was to when I, I told you that. Mm-hmm. You know that I was still learning what love was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, growing up and just being involved in a bunch of foolishness, mm-hmm. I had told far too many people that I loved them without really mm. understanding what that meant. Yeah. And quite frankly, just being yeah. manipulative with it yeah. as well. Yeah. And so um, I had, uh, you know, when I had a, a transformation in my life, I had committed that I wasn't going to use that word lightly anymore. Mm-hmm. And so uh, up until this that uh, evening when I was asking you to marry me I had not used it you know uh, mm-hmm. flippantly as I had before and so you were kind of shocked like Man, you haven't even said this and it wasn't even so much about the word love but there were so many things that had not happened in our process of getting to know each other you know we weren't you know honestly we we didn't have premarital sex we did not do all of the hugging and the kissing and you know all of these things that you know, were the pictures in my mind of what people do, you know, who are courting and who are in this process. Yet, it was one of the most um, easiest decisions that I felt like I made in my life that was not wrought with a whole lot of um, pressure, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I really felt more than just at ease. I felt like God really was with us, and, you know, I didn't have to wonder whether or not I'm saying yes because we had had sex. Or am I saying yes because I'm so emotionally attached to this person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yet I knew I did have feelings for you. And I knew you had feelings for me. But we um, were guarded, you know? And we were sure that we wanted to make sure the decision we were, we were making, it wasn't full of just only emotion, you know? I remember what I, what I said to you. The second portion of what I said to you was, you know, I'm still learning yeah. about what it means to really and truly love someone. Yeah. But as far as I understand, mm-hmm. it yes, I can say that I do love. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a, a a willful, um, I guess, humility on my part to say that look, I, I I'm not going to front yeah. and say that I know how to do this thing yeah. the way it's supposed to be yeah. done. I'm still learning, mm-hmm. but I do I I can. Um, you know say that I do love you as much as I understand what that means and it's true that at that point in our lives neither one of us were virgins both of us had experiences you know with dating or being in relationships and um and I also too was very appreciative that you never made me feel like I had to compromise you know honestly I had dated people even who were in the church right they you know we found ourselves in compromising it's not something you just you just accidentally fall into i don't believe that you know Mm -hmm. um but i know for sure that i remember reflecting on that and thinking to myself like wow you know not once had you ever made me feel like 
you know, that I had to compromise in any way. So it was a blessing for me, you know, and I did respect, you know, at first it caught me off guard, you know, I was like, man, this is dude trying to play me, but mm -hmm. I thought about it and I was like, man, you know, I can respect the fact that you respect love enough not to try to play with me, you know, in, in regards to it. And, um, and now that we're 18 years in, I definitely know that what I thought about what love was then <laughs> isn't what I know it is today. And, and and this is not to say that there wasn't desire for yeah. one another. Yeah, because there know, was. Emotionally, uh, intellectually, mm -hmm. physically, and, and whatnot. There certainly was, but um, I think once you've been down that road before, yeah. you know that that can sabotage mm -hmm. um, a relationship or it can blind you yeah. to what the realities uh, of, the other, of the other person you're in a relationship really are. Mm -hmm. And so I think there was a desire to avoid those things, to yeah. make sure that what the experience is, is legitimate, is genuine, yeah. and it's not something that is, you know, that's false. So we're going to take a commercial break, yeah, and right. we'll be right back. Right back. My thoughts were that love is experienced during the happy times. Mm. So when, when my wife has made a great meal and we exchange a look, that's the love look. <laughs> or when my wife and I um, are spending time together and you know she's nestled in my arm and you know she's listening to my heartbeat and we're talking and sharing, that's love. And so for me, the picture of love was this this perfect pristine mm -hmm. concept of good times happy times and what i've come to discover over the years is that while that may be that may be an aspect of love it's not a complete yeah it's not a complete picture of love love is actually when my wife doesn't meet my expectations mm. and i choose to continue to embrace her love her and be close to her that's love when uh, when my wife has said or done things that have hurt me and I am wounded and yet I still choose to draw near to her and close to her. Mm -hmm. That's love. And it kind of harkens back to what I shared the first session, which was this this concept of love being a choice. And what I've grown to understand is the reason love is and, and please don't misunderstand love does involve emotion mm -hmm. but um love must be at its foundation a choice because emotions if you look up the word emotion mm -hmm. um in its root it means something that moves back, back and, forth. and forth yeah so what do i have when emotion is not there mm -hmm. i have this commitment i have this choice mm -hmm. even when my my wife has not lived up to my lofty expectations or when she's disappointed me when she's hurt me i have this choice so um that's one of the things that i've i've learned love is not just the cotton candy fluffy moments but it is also expressed and experienced and some of the, the the moments of deepest hurt and pain and you know that that very concept is really countercultural. You know, um, in the world that we live in, people are very visual, right? And the images that, and I talked about this earlier, um, you know, as a young lady, 
you know, the, the things that we love to do when we dream about, you know, marriage. We think we think about the wedding, right? We think about, you know, mag we get magazines and we start looking about looking at, you know, just different things, the dress and, you know, um, how we're going to decorate and all those different things. And sometimes we also are daydreaming about, you know, the honeymoon and what we're going to do. And, and then, you know, um, we I was laughing about this, I think maybe a couple of years ago, um, there was this thread going around where, of course, you know, we have social media, you know, the, the joy that that we think we see people have right where they're taking the pictures and they're smiling and and I remember I read an article about a young lady who was like that's not her life you know um that all the pictures and things that she took she's like, like suffering from depression and all these different things like that and I think that also the same thing can be said for relationships we admire right the pictures and um the celebrities and the people we see you know when they're smiling and they're at the ball or they're all these different places but we don't understand that um true relationship and true marriage right the testing points of it are what really show us what real love is you know mm -hmm. and a lot of times people want to get out of mm. a marriage get out of a commitment mm -hmm. because I, you know i'm not feeling good yes this is not bringing me happy feelings i'm not in a happy place right and so and that's thrown around a lot like you right. know what you deserve to be happy you know what i'm saying like that your, your happiness is what's most important and and so yeah that's that's an interesting concept so what have you learned what what else have you learned you know one of the things that i think the most important and the most major thing for me is that love has grown that love grows you know the hmm. the who i knew you were when we were 22 23 years old when we got married it completely has grown and changed over time. You know, the man that I knew you to be then um, has definitely grown. You know, the experiences that I've had with you, um, you know, w being able to walk with you through life, through um, we having children together, you know, some of the most beautiful experiences, but also raising children can be very challenging. You know, it is not for the faint of heart, you know. <laughs> and so um, having those experiences with you and growing in that capacity, um, you know, in ministry and in, in going through difficult times with you, going through, you know, changes in life, it has actually grown the love that I have for you. And, um, and it has grown the way that I view you as a man, as a father, you know, as a husband, as a, um, you know, as a son, you know, seeing you, you know, work in different capacities. And so definitely love is not going to stay the same or I feel like it should not stay the same, you know, from the beginning. And you, you brought up a, a beautiful image for me. Yeah, that, that's, 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 that's interesting because when I think back and I'm sure it's true for you and maybe for some listeners as well, when you think about, when you think about the time before your, your wedding, <laughs> I know you and I were in different states mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the emails that we would exchange yeah. and the, gross amount of money that we spent for <laughs> cell phone bills for, and for uh, for calling because you back in that day <laughs> back, back in that day days. it wasn't uh that long distance was wasn't free. just a part of a, a phone plan no, right you had to pay for it so you think about the the pictures that you would exchange and the letters and the emails and the phone conversations there was this oh. it was there was almost this physical yearning for one another in every sense of the word it and that was, it can't get any better than this i mean it was such a strong desire yeah for one another yeah. physically emotionally mentally 
um, spiritually and all of this. Mm -hmm. And so you're saying that love then grows. Yes. And I think that is that is you. You mentioned the word countercultural. It goes against what what we think of. Mm -hmm. I, I don't other than there's probably two or three purchases that people make other than their wedding mm -hmm. that are as costly as their wedding. Yeah. And that is a home and a vehicle. True. Those and they may not even spend that much as much on a vehicle as they spend on their home. Yeah. And I think that people are comfortable making that type of investment because of this concept that it's never going to get better than this. This is this is the pinnacle. Right. Kind of like when we see each other. Uh, the best that we'll ever see one another. So let's let's just make all the memories we can now. Yeah. Before it gets bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but the image that I share with you was an uh, an hourglass. Yeah. Yeah. An hourglass. And it was powerful because you know, and it's true through like you just mentioned before the thought process that we have. And the hourglass, you know, when you look at it, all the grains of sand are collected at the top, right? As you are flipping it over, and you're watching it fall right to the bottom, and you know, when it comes to love, we think that, ah, that is the most, you know, that's the biggest part, you know, the that top is part the top of the part of it. Is. And what we've discovered, at least for me, and I know for you as well, is that um, the wedding is not the top. You know what I'm saying? The wedding is not the actual best part, you know, of the, the marriage or the beginning of the relationship. It is actually the grains of sand, right, that are falling and collecting at the bottom that is growing our experiences together, um, us developing a family together, us going through, you know, good times and difficult times together. And that love is, is slowly collecting, you know, as the hourglass does and it grows and it grows. And before you know it, um, you look and you're like, wow, you know, look at everything that we have. You know, look at everything that has bound us together. And I think it's such a powerful image. And I and I, I hope that, you know, as those who are listening, um, and as you mentioned a, a while ago, that is countercultural. That is not what is fed to us um, about relationship. You know, that is not what, what is given to us, um, especially as young people. You know, the idea and the image of what love is. You know, the image that we're given um, about love in the world is very selfish and self-centered. Um, and it is not something that grows, but it is something that over time, once you get bored, once you, you know, you're no longer quote unquote happy anymore, you know, you just say, man, you know, it's time for me to find something else, find something new that can give me that joy back. And it's like, no, you know, our joy grew over time. Perhaps that's the reason why the stories end with happily ever after, mm. because society doesn't know how to paint a picture of the ever after mm -hmm. that is better than the beginning portion yeah. of the love experience. Yeah. So they just cut, okay, you know, cut. It's a wrap. We don't want to follow them anymore. We don't want to see what happens after this. But what you're saying and what we've talked about is that love actually matures. It becomes stronger. Yes. It becomes deeper. Yes. The longings that we talked about experiencing for one another at the beginning, they actually have roots that are deep. Yeah. That can keep us during the most difficult times. And even though we haven't experienced this, I know that, that there are other people that we know that have the sickness of a child. Yeah. The loss of a child or the sickness of one another. Yeah, spouse. Yeah. When you're going through the prospect of losing one another or... You know, some of my uh, some of my heroes are men that I've seen caring for their mm, wives as mm. their wives were suffering through dementia mm -hmm. and they loved them and cared for them, even though they could get nothing 
from their wives, mm-hmm. not even a remembrance of the yeah. fact that I'm your husband. Yeah. And I remember watching that and seeing, man, that is a love that is mm. far beyond anything I was able to comprehend mm-hmm. when I got married. Mm-hmm. But the uh, more time has gone on, the, the closer I've gotten to being able to give that type of love. And I'm still growing. I don't, I don't, wouldn't even dare say that I'm there, but I'm still definitely growing. So this thing, that's, I think it's a beautiful picture that you were sharing that love matures over time. It matures over time. Definitely. Definitely. And there are so many different things that happen. People lose jobs. Like you said, people get sick, um, unexpected things, you know, and yet those things don't have to destroy a marriage. They don't have to, um, sever the ties of love. In fact, those things can grow, you know, a, 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 a couple closer than they ever have been. And so, um, yeah, I'm really thankful for learning that lesson. And I'm still learning, as you said, we're only 18 years in and a lifetime to go. So, well, guys, we want to thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to us here at The Well. We hope that you heard something that encourages you and gives you strength to continue to move forward. Um, we ask that you join us again next time as we continue on this journey. And remember, stay at The Well. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. And you can continue the discussion at my blog at www.piwaki.com. That's P-I-E-W-A-K-I-E. If you liked the show today and wanted to leave a message or have a question, please feel free to do so. Thanks for listening. I'm Tammy Conway, and I'll be back next week with another episode at The Well. And remember, guys, you are loved.